And we you all may be seated. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for blessing us uh, with another day to say thank you. Thank you for this beautiful season that we're in right now. Thank you, Lord. Every one of us have our season. And so, Lord, we appreciate you uh, because we're here. It's evident you're not done with us. So, Lord, we thank you. For our assignment, we thank you for our gifts, and we thank you so much for Christ and what he did at Calvary. And Lord, be with us today as we speak to your people. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 Um, everybody say, you're built for this. You're built for this. You're built for this. You're built for this. You are built for this. Uh, this is so important to me. I want to uh, share, before I get started, today is a special day. Uh, for a couple in our church, um, they have been together, uh, they've been married, they've been together a little longer, but they've been married for 10 years, oh right? And it's, it's their anniversary. So I would Johnny and Tracy please stand. Johnny Bankhead and Tracy Bankhead. 10 years. What a blessing, what a blessing, what a blessing. Yep, what a blessing. It's a, it's a, it's a blessing. 10 years is a long time. Right, uh, so uh, if, if, woo, that's a long time. So, man, I know Johnny Tracy. That's a long time. It's a long time. I'm, 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 with, I'm with you, girl. I know. Yeah. It's, it's tight. It's a fight. It's a fight. Okay, now, so uh, I'm, I'm gonna try to move pretty swiftly uh, through this lesson. So the uh, uh, you were built for this. I, I want you to know that you, you were built for this. And, and it's so important uh, uh, for you to know that, that you were, you were built for this. There's a quote uh, uh, by Oprah Winfrey, right? And the quote says, uh, what I know for sure is this. Right? You are what? Not to what? Keep reading. Now, this is important. Now, I want you to understand who you are, right? So that's so important for us to know who we are, right? So when she said, what I know for sure is this. I know this for sure, that you are built not to shrink down to less, right? When you've been adopted into this royal family, when you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you made him the Lord of your life, Right? You are never, ever to shrink back for nobody or no one. Then she goes on to say, uh, but to blossom into more, to be more extraordinary, to use every moment to fill yourself up. And it's important because if you don't feel good about who you are, it's hard for you to even lift anybody else up. Right? Uh, so it's important for us to understand that. Now, I, I, I'm going to be um, talking to you guys about you were built for this. Now, I was uh, in my meditation uh, this morning, uh, and I do a meditation, uh, and I was into it about, you know, about 40 minutes into it. And then uh, uh, when I'm meditating, 
uh, I'm literally almost like an out-of-body experience, so I don't feel nothing. So I don't feel no pain. I don't recognize nothing going on. You know, I just, I'm zero, right? And so in, in it, uh, I was preaching yesterday, a funeral, and I got up to preach, and uh, the pain uh, hit me so hard. Now, I remember uh, God has got an intelligence in our body, and I believe he's going to heal me, right? But, and so, uh, but a pain hit me, and the pain was so great. Uh, that I literally lost my memory for a second, right? So I'm sitting there, and I couldn't even remember the pastor's name to introduce him, right? And so I just said, we have a visiting pastor here, and I sat down, right? And uh, I don't know, right? Uh, but, but since I'm built for this, you know, since I'm, since I'm built for this, I knew what God was going to do, Margaret. He, he's going to bring it back. You know, so I'm sitting there, you know, I'm like, man, this is tough. So I text Ardina, and, and I text Trina. I said, you got to tell me who this pastor's name is, right? This pain is like kicking my butt. And I knew if I could ever get to preach, I said, I said if I can get up and I can start to preach, I will never have any pain. I never have pain when I'm preaching, right? Hey, Kim, welcome. Be back. I'm glad you're back home, baby girl. Hey, man. Now, so I get up, and so it's good. So I'm in, the, I'm in my prayer this morning, or in my meditation, and I'm in my meditation, and then I connect with God. So I go in the deep space, and I'm connecting Derek. When I connect with God... Uh, he told me in my spirit that, you know, uh, you can get surgery, uh, and, uh, but I just want you to know uh, it's just a temporary fix. He said, you know, even if I heal you, I'm going to kill you. He said, because this body is, is not designed to last that long. He said, so it's not about your body. You hear me? This is real good, y'all. Right? So now, this is a positive, not a negative. He said, now, uh, even if I heal you or you go have surgery and they say they can fix your legs or they can do this here, just want you, I just want you to know that it's a temporary fix. You know, you're just getting this for a while and you're going to move around for maybe five or ten years and then this thing just might be over. Right? Or it just made the pain just may come back like it did before. Right? Uh, so I'm like, whoa, that's interesting. God, he said, yeah, he said, this is a spiritual journey you on. And then he, and guess, and guess, and here's what he told me. You know, he told me that guy, he said, you built for this. Yeah, 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 you built for this, right? He said, you built for this. So, and I'm like, okay, God, I got you. Let's work this thing out, right? So I want to share with you all, it's important because I think we get so locked in. Uh, I, I buried a real good friend of mine yesterday, uh, Alfred Jones. And uh, the cancer had eaten his body up, and uh, he had gotten really small and all this stuff. And I saw him, and it was very challenging, right? Uh, and the thing is, uh, I looked at the thing, I said, man, it ain't nothing but dirt, right? Uh, he's not in there anymore. That's just nothing but dirt, right? And we get connected to this dirt, and we think this dirt is the world. And we think we can dress it up, and we can look good. But if everybody tell the truth, uh, 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 Sarita, if you tell the truth, if everybody tell the truth, uh, you get up sometimes, just the older people, not the young people, you get up and you sit on the side of the bed because you got a few aches. Raise your hand if you know what I'm talking about, right? You look good, you got a nice suit on, and you got expensive cologne, uh, but you get up and you're like, pray God is good. Ooh, that sure hurt. Oh, Jesus. Man, this thing is getting, it's just getting away from me, y'all. And and you know what he said? And you're not, eh, you're not the only one experiencing this. That's a part of the process. Everything 
grows, dies. Then is resurrected. So that spirit comes back. And God, okay, y'all get ready, Stephanie. It's about, it's about to get good up in here. Now, so I want you guys to know that you built for this. Now, here's the issue, right? So we operate, we operating in this world, and we think this is what it is, right? And this is really not what it is. And the thing is, we're fighting people, and we, we, we're chewing people out, and we're angry about behaviors and all this kind of stuff, and we're missing the mark because we're dealing with people, and it's really spirits that we're fighting. So Paul tried to tell us that when he said we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual will. But we don't really get it because we're not connected spiritually. But he said, but you was built for this spiritual battle. He said, I gave you the power for that. Don't you understand that? So you got to understand. So the day when you leave here, you're going to know, right? So he goes on, and uh, here's what he says in John, right? Uh, oh, I'm so fast. I got the quickest trigger in the country. If I slow down, if I just stop, I'll be all right. There you go. Here we go. All right, now, so here's, here's what he writes. This is important. Read it to him. He says, in the beginning, right, the word already existed, right? The word was with God, right, JB? And the word was God, right? Now, I want you to understand this. Now, this is a, we got to make this leap. We got to come across this river, right? And, 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 and this, we got we to understand this chain because Nicodemus didn't understand it uh, in the third chapter of John, and Jesus had to talk to him about it, right? He says, he existed in the beginning with God. He said, now the word of God existed with God in the beginning, and he was with God, right? Now, this powerful, this powerful entity we call Jesus was in the beginning with God, right? Then he goes on and says this. God created everything through him, and nothing was created except through him, right? There's something about this Jesus that's unique. There's something about him that's a game changer. And for those who embrace it, it's a game changer. Now, some people tell you, no, it don't take all that. No, I don't believe all that. And they just struggle through life not believing. And they go through life, and they, they read books, and they and, and listen, I know it all because I study it all. They go through, and they read books, and they hear all this stuff, and they get all this knowledge, and they don't get faith in Jesus, and they miss Jesus. They really miss him. And when they miss him, they miss their blessing, and they miss their power. So they walk around powerless in a world when you need the power because you're in a spiritual world, but you think it's physical. So you fight a physical battle when it's really a spiritual battle. And you can't fight that spirit except you have the spirit. I want you to understand that thing. You can't fight it unless you have it, right? So you got to have God working on the inside of you. So God gave us his Holy Spirit. So we can deal with this world and the people that's in it that's being controlled by the spirits. All right? He said, because the people you're wrestling with, they, not, they, they think it's them. But it's not really them. It's another spirit that's got a hold of them. Yeah, yeah. And then he said, well, I don't know why I said it. Uh, Flip Wilson, for those who are a little older, remember what Flip Wilson used to say, the devil made me do it. <laughs> right? he, he had an insight, was letting us in on a secret, that it's another spirit behind this thing that's working through me. Now, for those who like, think I'm tripping, 
Those are the ones who, when they pray, they say, I got the Holy Spirit working inside of me, and God is good. Raise your hand. You know what I'm talking about, right? But you got to remember there's another spirit. And Paul says, you, you rationalize. There's another spirit that's trying to take over and trying to control you and trying to get you to live contrary to who God called you to be. Right? And that spirit is coming to kill, steal, and destroy you. Right? So he goes on, and, uh, and he says this here and, uh, in verse number four. He said, the word, now watch this. Listen, everybody said a word. The word gave life to everything, every, including you. Right? So the word gave life to everything that was created. And his life, watch this, brought light to everyone. Now, in the darkness, for those who were walking in darkness and they found the Lord in the midst of your darkness, it's almost like a bright light came and your world was changed, right? And you had a whole different attitude. Now, what, listen, the problem is it's almost like planting seed and some fall on different soil and because if you don't cultivate it, that light shines so bright and all of a sudden it gets dim. Because Satan will try to take it right back from you, right? And so you can see the blessing and you can see the strength, but he's, his mission is not let you know who you are. But you were built for this battle. You were built for this, right? And listen, God, uh, ooh, let me get, I better get through this. It's good, right? So verse 5 says, the light shineth in the darkness, right? But the darkness, uh, uh, hold on, let me bag it up. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never, everybody say never. Yeah. The darkness never, ever has the ability or the power to put it out or extinguish it. It does not, it can't. It can't mess with it. It don't have the power to do it, right? Now, here's the thing. You allow it to happen when you quench the spirit, right? You quench the spirit, and then all of a sudden, it seems like Jesus, the light, in your life goes out because all of a sudden, man, you stop believing because of circumstances and situations. And then you get your eyes off of Christ and get it on people. So you get a job and you're looking, you're banking on people to give you the job instead of God giving you the job, right? And you like, but you think it's your ability and your skill set, and it's not your skill set or your ability. It's really the God in you connecting with the God outside of you, touching somebody else. And I was telling the men this morning, now this is good. Now, there's some people on uh, YouTube and watching me, uh, uh, Sister Kelly, and they listen to me, and they're in another country. They're not even here. I'm in Muskegon, 3025 Glenside Boulevard, and some of them are in uh, uh, Tibet. Right? Some of them in Texas, right? But they hear me talking. No, no, you, you missed that. They hear me talking. They hear everything I'm saying, and they're taking notes. The question is, how in the world did they hear me talking here, and they can hear my voice in Texas or in New York All right, or in Russia or wherever they are? What is it? How did it get there, and how did the communication happen so they can understand everything I'm saying? How is it getting there, people? How We're not in a physical world. We're in a spiritual world. How did the message get there? That's why I can pray for you, and you don't even have to be there. 
I can speak the word and it would travel through the atmosphere and it'll go through all of everything. Everything that's trying to block it, it can't stop. It's like it's dodging it because it got to deliver. The package got to get there. And God empowered you so you can pray for them even, watch this, it's good now. Even though you're not there, they have faith in you. They really have faith in your word. So they said, if you can speak it, I believe it. So would you, and I know you don't believe it. They don't believe it. They said, but if you can just speak it, I believe it. Here's how I know they said it, because they told you to pray for them. And they believe if you pray for them, that God would hear you, and God would send the healing or the deliverance or whatever, you, whatever they need to them. They believe it. And here's the thing. And he did it. And they call you and say, ooh, thank you so much. I, I appreciate you praying for me. Right? Now, uh, now, here's the thing. God says, I know you all excited, but you were built for this. When I saved you and I empowered you with my Holy Spirit, I built you for this. Really, before you was in your mother's womb, I had already carved it out for you. I knew what you was going to be. You just didn't know. Uh, so the devil has is, is got you on a side road going all around the back roads trying to get to Detroit. All you got to do is get on 96. Right? He said it's a straight shot. But you but but you take all these detours, man. You are you over here and get a little, you know, do over here, you're doing something over here, you're you're doing something crazy, and you're over here and you're doing all this here. He said, listen to me. Right? Line up with my word and, and watch your life get transformed. He said, because I built you like this. I'm telling you, what you're going through, don't let it shake you because you were built for that. That thing can't shake you. That, that, that thing can't. They took your job, your job. What job they take? They didn't take your job. That, no, they can't take what I give you. Right? He said, now listen, don't worry. If they take your job, I, su I still supply all your needs. Some of the people, you know, they took their job, they, they, they did the sin, your husband walked away or your wife walked away and, and they left you and everybody thought you weren't going to be nothing and God kept on feeding you. He kept on delivering. You got, somebody came over and dropped you something off here. So you signed up for a, a, a program and somebody donated some money for a program just for you. And you went and you got access to the benefits and then you went over there and, and Lynetta was in her job and she was filling all these applications. And you gave it information, you filled it out, turned it in, and they gave you some money that you didn't even work for, that God had already had for you because he knew that they were going to take your job, and they thought they had, Satan thought he had you. God said, I got you. Right? Uh, he says, now, so, now, so what I need you to do is quit being sidebarred by all this crazy stuff and do what I call you to do and love people and care for people and spread my word and tell people that I'm real. He said, don't get all bent out of shape by all this other stuff because it don't matter. You already got more clothes than you can afford. So, so, so then God sent John uh, to have a conversation. Now, I want you to, this, I got to get through this thing, all right? But I got 20 minutes, so I, I mean 15 minutes. I got this. Now, listen what he's. All right, there you go. We, we rolling now. So here's what he says. Uh, the one who is the true light. Right? Man, I just think 
I got to get back to seven. There you go. Man. To tell about the light so that every, everybody say everyone. everyone. So that everyone might believe because of his what? Testimony. So God took a young man, anointed him with the power of the Holy Spirit to tell us about the Messiah that was coming. Someone that was going to change your life forever. Now, you, I want you to hear me. Because if you miss it, uh, you're going to struggle. But I'm trying to help you with your struggle, right? Uh, so John came to tell us about Jesus, right? Jesus really came to introduce us, man, to the spiritual world. He came to introduce us to the spiritual world because Moses and all of them was dealing with the physical world. Jesus come, he's telling us, man, you got to understand what's going on on the inside and understand that this power on the inside, working on the inside, really shows up on the outside. Right? So you got to understand it. And so even a lot of those guys who knew the word, they knew the Torah and all that, they had no power, but they had knowledge. Some of you guys got knowledge, but you don't have no power because you don't really want to accept the power source. So you won't plug in. Uh, you say, I don't believe there's no power. So, uh, and most of you guys haven't even paid your light bill. So that's probably why you ain't got no power because you ain't gave God no time. You can't sit here and think you go have some power and don't pay your light bill. And then you, you sit there and you go out there mad at somebody. All you have to do is pay your light bill. All, and to pay your light bill, you got to give God some time. You got you to plug into him and give him some, And then all the power that, it, no, this is it. All the power that all the bishops, the pope, the saved, the mothers, the sanctified, the evangelists, all of them. Got the exact same power you got. Right? And so, because God, listen, he says, because you were built for this assignment, in order for you to do this assignment, you got to know who you are and whose you are and what you have working on the inside of you. Right? And, and so, if you don't understand that, you're going to keep on struggling. He said, I don't want you to struggle. He said, I got too many people dependent on you. Right? And then you got the power. You're so smart. You're so intelligent. You're so brilliant. I'm for real. You got all this here, and you got it. And God says, listen, I gave you all that. That didn't just happen. Don't give your mama any credit. Before your mama knew you, I put that in your great-grandmama. That gene passed down 44 generations ago. He said, I want you to know that that come from me. That didn't come from your parents. He said, when you, just read Psalm 139. He said, before you was in your mother's womb, he said, I was already watching you. He said, I was shaping you, putting you together to put you out here. He said, because I needed, I needed this power. That's what he told Stephanie when she was sitting there crying, boo-hooing, struggling. They telling her she got to write this paper, this thesis, and she mad. And tell her they want me to do all this writing. And said, I'm tired and I got to work. And I'm single mom and I got this son. He said, shut up. You were built like this. Go ahead and do it. And as soon as she did it, she did it. When she thought she couldn't, she did. How many times we thought we couldn't, but we did? It's ain't no way in the world I can do this here. But God said, yes, you can. You were built for this. But this is so hard. I don't understand. I'm so, he said, you're built for this. He said, I want you to know who you are, right? And so he said, so stand up, right? Stick your chest up. Get your head up, right? Don't listen. He said, don't listen to nobody. 
spend some time with me so I can tell you who you really are. Right? He said, quit talking to your friends. He said, because your friend's jealous of you. I know you think she's your best friend, but she really don't want you to, she don't want you to succeed. She won't tell you that because she don't want you to be better than her. But she ain't going to tell you that because she going to let she's your friend. Don't listen to her. Spend some time with me because I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm, I'm going to tell you what you're really about because she's going to say this, but I'm telling you what you really are. Right? He said, so uh, uh, when you, they're going to tell you this, and you ain't this, and, and you're not this, and, and you, you, don't, you don't tell me what, I'm, what I am when I know who my father is and what I was built to be. I know who I am. You don't get to tell me that because God already told me who I was. No. Don't, get, don't, get me going. don't get me going. All right, so, so, so he says, John himself was not the light, right? And sometimes John was so anointed. Now watch this. John was so anointed. And he had so much power, and he would speak so much, he was so eloquent, that everybody thought he was the Messiah. Everybody thought he was because he could do it, right? He said, man, listen, I'm trying to tell y'all about somebody who's going to do something for you that's much, much greater than I am. He said, and I'm just here to tell you about him, but he's going to empower you. I want you to hear this now. And they told us, man, I read some stuff. Man, I read so much stuff, it's driving drive me nuts, right? And people tell me all this stuff, and so I got to research it, right? So I'm finding out all this stuff, and I'm like, ooh, this is deep. And I'm standing up, ooh, I said, these angels are for real. They ain't nothing to play with. And God had a whole slew of men working on our behalf. But he made us greater than them. Right? And so, and the reason why he did it, and he put us on this earth, and he colonized the earth, and he told us that you can run this show. But you got to run it in conjunction with me. So he put down in your system a thing that's called love. Right? Love is a fuel, right, that don't take no energy. Right? It's a direct line from God, right? But what happens is uh, it's a tank that you don't have to pay for, or you get to keep refueling it, and you just keep going. And, the mo- and here's the thing about love. Love is so different, Margaret. It's a different kind. It's a different kind of fuel. Now, I want you to hear me out. That's why I know you was built for this. Sir. Love is the kind of fuel, the more you give it away, the more you get. So it, it ain't like gas in a car. You give it away, you got to buy some more. It's free. And you give it away, God give you more of it. And if you give too much away, he give you a whole lot. And the more you give, the more you get. Right? And that's a different kind of fuel. And that thing fuels you. And when you got love working the way it's supposed to work, he said, I know. I know. you." He said, that's why I put me in you. Because you were built for this kind of stuff. Right? You were built for this. I'm going to tell you what you was built for. Just hang on in there because I know you don't, you don't understand your purpose. You don't understand your mission because you got all these other things going on. You think they're important. Those things are not important. You thought your house was important. I know you did. You bought a lot of furniture. You bought all that stuff. Yeah, Ardina did it too. You bought a whole lot of furniture and all that. And she, yeah, she sure did. And she gave it away. And bought some more. Because it got old. She got tired of looking at it. Right? Because that's what you always do. You got something, and you're like, you say, ooh, this is everything. And it, it grows and it goes. And it don't mean nothing anymore because that stuff don't matter. The only thing that matters, I want you to be honest with me, tell the truth. The only thing that matters, the only thing that sticks down core in your heart is when you do something for somebody from the heart. When you do something from the heart. When you do something from the heart, right, it's the game changer. Right? Even if they don't even appreciate it. Just to watch them sit back. Even if they don't say thank you, just to watch the smile on their face and, and, and how they feel. Now, you know, now the ego part of you said, I sure wish they had said thank you. They could have said thank you. 
right? And sometimes God don't let them say thank you because if they say thank you, you're going to think it's about you. He said, you didn't do it. You were just a vehicle I was using to do it. Right? So sometimes you have to say that, then you get mad at him. I swear to God, it been a never, I ain't going to never do nothing for them no more. And then you do something real crazy. Teresa, then you do something real crazy. You know what you do do that? You do it again. And the reason why you do it again is because it feels pretty good to you. Because it's something about you. Because you were built to give God love to other people. That's what you were built for. You were built for this. You were built to give his love away. That's what you were built for. He says, I'm going to tell you, they know you mind by the love you show. Let me, I better get going through this. Because the power of this thing is deep. Because I got to get to it. So he goes on and he says this. In the next verse. Right? Uh, verse number hit. All right. Now, this, this fun, y'all. Right? I can't see that far, but I'm working with it. So the one who is the true light. Everybody said the true light. I'm about to introduce y'all to your game changer. He said, the one who is the true light, who gives light to who? Everyone. Everyone. I want you to hear that. That gives light to who? Everyone. Everyone. It's something different about this one. Because he don't care if you're black or white or Hispanic, or Asian, fat, or skinny. He didn't care. He didn't care whether, uh, what, who your parents were, or what house you, what culture you, he don't care. He don't, now we care because we deal with people, and we say, I can't stand it, and they so-and-so, and, so and, so, and they this here, and I do it too. I ain't, I'm, I'm guilty as charged, right? But every now and then, I mess up, and I get on that track, I'm like, they ain't right. <laughs> God, you know what God say? You right. Need that you. <laughs> so every time I try to point at somebody else, he said, you got three fingers pointing back at you. <laughs> so you three times worse than the one you pointing at. Ooh, that's deep. Yeah. <laughs> you three times worse than the person you pointing at. Three times worse. Right? So he says, the one who is, uh, is the true light, who gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He came into the world. He came into the very world he created. He came into this world. Now watch Jesus. He came into the world, but the world did not recognize him. So here's the deal. So when God introduced himself into the world, he came into our life, and you didn't even recognize it was him in front of you. Think about that for a second, right? Because he resides in people, and he may have showed up with somebody that was in need, and you had the thing to help him, and he showed up, and you didn't even recognize him. You didn't even recognize your own brother. You didn't recognize your own sister because your spirit was off. You allow Satan's spirit to come in and dominate your spirit. So when God shows up in front of you, you don't even recognize it's him. Right? So he says he came to his own and the world, he, the, the world that he created, right? Uh, but the world did not recognize him. He came to his own people and even they didn't, they rejected him. Now I'm trying to make this thing spiritual so you understand, right? So, the, the thing is, uh, he came to his own people, and they rejected him. So did you reject God when he came to you? When he came into your life, did you reject him? Yeah, some of you said, no, I, I, didn't, I would never reject God. Really. Uh, you don't know how God showed up. 
Because God is a spirit. And spirit works through people. So God says, I need a body, and I want to work. So I'm going to show up over here, uh, and let me see if you, do you know who I am. Because if you do something for them, man, it's going to open up the windows of heaven. You're going to get a blessing. You ain't got room enough to receive it. He says, well, I'm going to show up, and I'm going to see if you recognize me. But if you don't have, you don't have God working inside of you, you wouldn't even recognize when he show up in your life to bless you. How many times someone tried to do something for you, you got smart, and later on you said, man, I didn't know who that was. I watched a show called The Boss. Raise your hand if you ever seen that show, right? They, they disguise themselves, they're owners, and they disguise themselves, and people don't know who they're dealing with, right? Man, what if God is like the boss? He, he comes into your life, and he dis, disguises himself. And he says, I want to see if you really love me. Because what I want to do, I want to bless you so you can be a blessing, but I got to make sure I can bet you. I want to make sure I can lay it on you. He says, because I know you were built for this, but I'm going to see if do you believe you was built for this. Right? He says, I want to know. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to show up unexpected and unannounced. So he shows up in your life, and he comes in at the most inopportune time. You're broken, you're hurt, you're wounded, and he shows up in someone to see if you're going to depend on him. So he shows up in a broken person, a person that's put, that ain't no good, that's treating you like crap and all this stuff. And he shows up in them, and he want to know, what are you going to do when I'm sitting there and I'm looking at you straight in the face, and then, but I'm disguised. I want to know how you're going to react. Right? And, and those, now, I, those who embrace God, those who spend time with him, those who pay their electricity bill, when he come, he can't sneak up on him because, you know why? Because they got his spirit, and the spirit knows the spirit. So God can't even sneak up on you because you spend so much time with him. When he comes, I know you. You ain't fooling me, partner. Right? So, so you may be entertaining an angel unaware, and, and so God shows up, and he shows up, and you hurt, you're broken. Somebody just, your husband just walked out on you. Your boss just fired you, and they just cuss you out on the job, and your kid's talking crazy, and God shows up in them, and they so mannish, or they so hard-headed and knuckle-headed, you did everything you could for them, and they treat you like crap, and the guy shows up, and then you like, uh, I swear to God, I'm going to kick your mother, you some of you that, I'm going to be... And then all of a sudden, God said, I thought you loved me. I thought you represent me. No, I'm at home. Don't nobody know. I'm at home, right? I wouldn't do, I would never do that to church. Not in front of the saints. God, but, but God just showed up in front of your, in your kid. He just showed up in your broken husband or your broken wife or your broken boss. He showed up in them to see what you are like. I, I, was, I was listening to Dr. Abby Ade, um, to, to this morning, and he was preaching, and he said he was in line to get some ice cream, and, uh, and the guy said he had, he, gonna get, he had one. He said, I can tell you how you can get two. He said, how? He said, tell them that your wife is here with you. Right? And that sounds pretty good, right? Uh, but he knew that... Uh, it was, it was God showing up to find out, do you really love me? Are you going to tell them this little lie? Right? And, and get the second cone. And this, 
Now, this is a true story. This, this, is not, this is not a lie. This is a true story. So I got insurance for my car, my truck. And so I bought insurance on my new car, and my, my wife, uh, Escalade, and, and my truck. So, but with Sister Kelly, I told the insurance company, uh, I got full coverage on my great car, and then I got comprehensive on another one. They said, well, I didn't ca get comprehensive. I got no fault. They said, you might want to upgrade for comprehensive. I said, okay, I'll upgrade it. She didn't send me the paperwork. Well, in the process, our dealer hits a deer, right, and tears the front end up. So I got a word out of truck, right? So I go, and then the lady called me back. She says, don't forget to send me the paperwork. I said, oh, okay. I sent her the paperwork. I said, what does comprehension cover? She said, if somebody, a rock, get thrown, all that, or you hit an animal. Okay. <laughs> Zach over there like, yeah, he, did, he just showed up. <laughs> now, so now I got a choice. I can predate the accident, right, or, or I can live who I say I am. You know, so I went over to one of my friend's house, and I was teasing my friend. <laughs> God, God showed up. And he really showed up. And, and the thing is, I had to, whatever, he was, say, I want to know, if you are who you say you are, right? So now I got to make a choice. So I said, I called the insurance company. No, I didn't, right? I stopped praying. I said, Lord, let me hit a deer on the other side because she was driving the truck. <laughs> it didn't be all right. I could have got my truck paid, but right? So, Neen, if you hit a deer, you know I prayed for you. But the thing is, God, I think, now this is me, this is my thinking. I think God showed up in my thought. So he showed up to find out, am I built for this? Because I'm going to bless you, I'm going to give you opportunity. But if you think a $5,000 insurance check is worth a billion dollars with me, trade in everything for this $5,000. He's not, I didn't bless you. Everything you've asked for, I've given you. Everything you ever asked for, I've made sure you had it. And you mean to tell me you're going to let the devil come with $5,000 yes. and, and you're going to be lured away with $5,000? So when I didn't do it, he said, you built for this. He was telling me that because he knew I had to preach, right? I can't preach to you and live a lie. Because then it won't be no anointing. It'll just be words. Right? He said, the power is in the anointing. He said, you built for this. He said, I did all this here. He said, and I want you to know I showed up, right? He said, and when I showed up, he said, I'm so glad you had your bill paid. He said, but I knew before I called you. The question is, do you know? Right? Now, so I'm, I'm about to wrap this thing up. Here's what, right? So he goes on. Uh, he said, he came this on, and they rejected him. Now, I want you to understand what happened. If this, like, Nari, look at me, Nari. Tell Nari to stand up so you can see me. Hit the next screen, because this thing won't move for me. Go to the next one. Right? So it says, but to all who believe, everybody say, to all. all. To all who believed him and accepted him. Who are you talking about? All right, now, all except, 
he gained what? Whoa, listen to me, Camilla. All of a sudden, he gave them some power. He gave them the right. Rights mean I can call my daddy and I got this. He gave them the right to become his child. He said, now you in the family. Because you believe when I came down through 42 generations and I dropped in here, right, and I, my thought process came into the world to let you know how to connect with me, right? He said, and you believed it. He said, and when you believed it, I empowered you. And then when you did, he said, now you know I got you because Satan is keep coming after you. And here's the thing, and I keep telling you, every time he tried to attack you, I let you know you built for this, and I let you recognize who he is. Now, I want you to stand up right now. If you got ready to do it, you better be careful. I want you to stand up. If you ever got ready to do something wrong, and God didn't let you know it was wrong before you did it, So he said, you built for this. Because he, he said, I'm, he said, because you believe in me, I'm going to always let you know when the devil is coming. Because I don't want you to miss out on your blessing. I don't want you to miss out on watching somebody our life, somebody else's life get transformed, and the joy of the Lord comes through you because you bless them. So I'm going to let you know whenever Satan shows up and try to get you to do something wrong, I'm going to let you know that I'm still alive in you. And you built to withstand him. Now, you, now listen. Everybody say, I'm built for this. I am built to withstand Satan and all his satanic forces. I don't care how good she looked. She got the exact same plumbing system as your wife. Okay, I guess she looked. Everything else is in your imagination. I don't care what they do. I wouldn't care how much money look in the register. That little hundred dollars ain't worth you losing a million in your lifetime. He said, you built to withstand Satan. He said, you built for this. When you accepted me, I gave you my power, and I allowed you to be able to see him when he's coming. He never, ever shows up where he's not announced. It's almost like he comes with a megaphone on because God light him up and say, here he is. And living. He may be cute. He may sound good. He may sound sexy. She may sound good, look sexy and all that. But it's like she's screaming, I'm Satan. And I represent him. And the reason why he's screaming is because you know it's wrong. Now, this is what he says. He said, they are reborn. This is what I want to get to. He said, they are reborn not with a physical birth. All right? Resulting from human passion. All right? Or plan. He said, but birth that come from where? Everybody say, I got to be born again. When you accepted Christ, the born-again experience came into your life. Now you no longer operate through the physical. You operate through the spiritual. 
Now, I'm done. But you get this here. Every time you get ready to do something, good or bad, God is going to drop a thought in your head. Hear me well. He's going to drop a thought in your head. That thought is going to be from God. Soon as you start thinking, your ego comes into play. Now Satan is starting to work. But if you follow the thought, God is going to let you know right away the right thing to do. And he's going to tell you you're built to withstand Satan and all his tricks. You're built for this. I gave you my Holy Spirit for this. He says, but the problem is, if you don't spend time with me, he will trick you and make you think he's me. And you will do something, man, thinking it's a blessing when it's really a curse. Because I'm blinded because I, I can't recognize him because I don't want to recognize him because I'm in my own passion. But you were built to withstand all the evil things that's going on in this world. So quit worrying about stuff when you got the power working in you. Now you got to bleed this so much so that you got to devote your life to it. I feel sorry uh, for the, these college students. Stand up if you're in college. Stand up. I feel sorry for y'all. Right? No, I'm serious, man. College is the devil's playground. And no can. It is. Everything that the devil can think of, he puts it on the college campus. Because the kid walks away from their power base. Most kids walk away from their church and their relationship with God, and they get off, and they think they can do life on their own, Now I'm grown. The minute you do that, man, Satan got you. And they offer you drugs, sex, all kind of stuff. You're so smart, you can't even remember how to spell a word because you're so high. He comes in and got you doing stuff you know what you went to school for. Everybody say, I'm built for this. Satan is a liar, and the truth is not in him nowhere. And I want you to know that God sent his Holy Spirit into the world, man, through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, to come into our life. And because we believe in him, because we believe in him, he has given us the power to be able to identify Satan and withstand him. And he'd tell us, if we stay connected with him, he would never, ever, ever bring a weapon that can be formed against you. Yes. Not one. Not in your house, not on your campus, not on your job. No weapon ever formed against you will be able to prosper. Yes. I need the men to come forward. We want to do communion. And we're going to, communion is a very, uh, um, sacred time, but as they prepare, I want you to prepare your heart for giving. There's two things you're going to do. We're going to do two things at one, at one time. Your, your, you got it. Your tithing offering is so important, man, because it's really tied to your commitment to God, how much you trust God. 
It's often we trust God in everything except our finances. When it comes to finances, it comes to finances. Now, I'm, I'm going to say this openly on the mic. When I was at, at my other church, Holy Trinity, uh, I got in a lot of trouble uh, with my pastor over there. It was a big con- I ended up leaving the church behind tithing often, right? It was a big issue. But one thing I didn't do, and I'm standing in church and God knows it right now. He can, he can he know the truth, right? I never, my wife will tell you, I never, ever stopped giving more than my tithing. I always, because God, if God blessed me, man, I got to bless him back. That's why everybody said, everybody think me and my wife is really, really, really blessed. And we are. The only reason we bless, man, because we give, and God give it back to us, good measure, pressed down, shaking together. He give us so much that my wife tell me, don't tell nobody. Because then people hear about it, and they call us, right? <laughs> That's, I'm, I'm telling the truth. Y'all think I'm just saying it for a joke. She do say that to me, right? Because we give, we bless so many people. And people, when people know you're blessed, they try to find you. Right? But that's how it is. But God did that for us because we gave. We gave ourselves out of poverty into above the middle class. You, you got to pay your tithing off. You got to give it. It ain't got nothing to do with you going to be cursed with a curse and all that. It's got to be your commitment to God. That's what it means. It's your commitment to God showing it. Amen? So prepare yourself for giving. Prepare your checks, your offering, your, your, your uh, uh, however you do it, electronically, all that. But we're going to do communion as we prepare that. And so we're going to bless the offering first. Lord, thank you. Thank you for everyone that's contributing um, to the building fund to help us be able to renovate and do the work we have to do. Thank you for those who are, are paying their tithes and offering to help the ministry go so we can do things to help be a blessing in the, in the life uh, of the church and people in the community. Thank you. Lord, don't let anyone, anyone suffer because of what they do. I, I don't even know why I have to talk to you like this here because I already know how you operate. But, Lord, I just I do this for them so they can hear, so they can believe and have faith and confidence in you like I do. Thank you, Lord, for giving them a leader that trusts you and that lead by example. So thank you for my life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So now, uh, men, take your place. Uh, uh, Tim, you guys move that back. So now, communion is a very sacred thing. So as we do communion, uh, we're going to get our communion. This time we're going to walk, all right? And then as you get your communion, uh, you're going to go back to your seats. We're going to do communion together. As, uh, you're not going to get up. I'm sorry. They're going to bring it to you. And when you get it, we're going to do communion together, and then we're going to end up, we're going to dismiss. But communion, Jesus uh, was very, very clear about communion, very clear, right? And here's what it was about, all right? Uh, let me pull my notes up. Alright. Here's, here's Paul right. So go, you can go down and take them their first trades. Yeah. <clears throat> here's what Paul said. Alright. But what I received from the Lord, what I also pass on to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And he did the same uh, after supper. He took the cup and said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink in remembrance of me. Right? He says, when Paul went into Corinthians, he said this. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. So then whoever eats the bread or drinks of the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner 
will be drinking, uh, will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat or, or uh, drink the bread uh, from the cup. For those who eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ, eat and drink judgment on themselves. That is why many among you are weak and sick, and a number of them have fallen asleep. Communion, uh, Jesus, when he was with his disciples, you all may start serving. And yep. uh, Jesus, when he was uh, with his disciples, and he was doing the Last Supper, he got them together, and he was telling them about his body. And what he told them, if you understand the Jewish culture and all that, they told them not to eat certain meats. And the reason why he told them not to eat certain meats and all that, because they really believed that the spirit, everybody said the spirit, was really in the blood of the animals. So they said there's certain things, don't ever eat the blood. That's what he told them. He said, so don't ever eat them. And certain animals they couldn't eat because he said he knew that it would bring damnation on them, so they wouldn't do it. When they did the Lord's Supper, the uniqueness of it is, when they consumed it, he was telling them that it's actually it's just like consuming his, all of his principles. Everything he taught, all the spirit behind it, you're consuming it in your body. And it's such a sacred thing. It's so valuable and it's so important. It's not anything to take for granted. So if you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, then I strongly recommend that don't take a cup. Uh, only do it if you believe, right? If, uh, and so there's no knock on you. Uh, so that's important. Uh, I want to uh, share this. God loved you so much that he was willing to give up his son for us. He was willing to sacrifice his son to bring us back in connection with him. He loved us so much. He loved us like that. With all of his heart, God loved you. You mean that much to him. He wanted you to be built to be able to withstand Satan. He knew Satan was going to come in so many different ways and so many different forms and he's going to be so disguised and he knew it was going to be hard for the human being to be able to detect him. So the only way he had to do it, he had to give them a, a detecting machine, which is the Holy Spirit. He had to give them something to be able to identify Satan and also connect us to him. And that happened through Christ. And that's why it's so important uh, as we do this we do it also in remembrance of everything that Christ did for us because he loved us so much. Amen? Next Sunday, next first Sunday, we will have the honor Dr. Abby Addy is going to be doing our communion service. Uh, I often remind him that every now and then he needs to hang out with me on the first thing, you know, so he like, all right. He told me a long time ago. He says, Pastor, you know, I'm not ever doing anything in your church. But I'm just here for you. I just said, okay. No, it didn't mean nothing. I just said, okay. I just go along with him because he old. <laughs> he think I'd be listening. I said, yes, sir. <laughs> we, got, we also... Uh, uh, how we doing? We got enough? Think we have enough, Ken? Are we good? Okay, now. So, uh, we coming up there. Y'all ain't got to come down. We coming to y'all. Are oh, you bringing them down? Oh, you can bring them down. Okay. Come on down. I was going to bring it up.
When you get it, stop peeling it off because it takes a while. Sometimes it's a little hard. So peel it off. But we're going to do communion together as a group. So when they come back, you gonna serve? I'm gonna have them line up here. serve me as well. Derek, Derek, tell them to bring the kids in. Let them sit on the front row. But if they want to go with their parents, they can, but Now, if the parents, if you want your kids to have communion, parents, under your direction, they can. Just give it, give it just, she, she gives your hand. Because I don't know if the kids get into it. So if any, any parents whose kids came in, you want your kids to have communion, just raise your hand so they can serve you. Sharita. No, give the Zach Abbey out there. Give it to him. Zach, he's going to serve y'all. Ken, he's going to serve y'all.
Everyone please stand. For I receive from the Lord, but I also pass on to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Dear Lord, thank you. Thank you for your body. Thank you for the beatings. Thank you for the trust and the love. So much so that you will to give it all of us. And we all stop together. In the same manner, after supper, he took a cup and said, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink in remembrance of me. Dear Lord, thank you. Thank you for the blood that's shed on Calvary. Lord, we're drinking this, believing that your spirit, your teachings, everything you taught us, your love is down inside of us. We're consuming it. And we're going to pass that love on to others. And we all drink together. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Dear Lord, as we leave this place, never your presence. We ask you, Lord, to be with us, guide our hearts, always, always remind us that we built for this. So when Satan come up against us on the job, at home, in the neighborhood, that we built to be able to withstand him and everything he's doing against us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Consider yourself dismissed. You can give your cups on the way out. God bless you. Anybody want prayer? The altar is open for prayer.